What's good, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Final Score Podcast. Greg Swatek here with you. And the state wrestling championships are this week in Upper Marlboro. And uh, on this week's episode, we'll talk to Tuscarora High wrestling coach Trey Coates. Uh, Trey uh, is one of the biggest advocates of the sport in the county, uh, uh, very passionate of the sport, uh, very instrumental in getting girls wrestling uh, off, off the ground in a big way this season. Uh, he had a large uh, contingent of girls wrestle for him at Tuscarora this season, and uh, he's sending a large group of girls uh, to the state tournament this week. Uh, Trey was very instrumental in all that. So we'll talk to him about uh, the season, uh, the, the strong season uh, Tuscarora has had in general, uh, advancing all the way to the regional duels final. Uh, they're, they're sending a, a, a nice group of uh, co-ed wrestlers, which is the new term, co-ed, uh, meaning the traditional boys wrestling, because girls are still eligible to wrestle uh, in, in the co-ed division. Uh, but Tuscarora has a big group going to state wrestling, so we'll, we look forward to talking to Trey about all that good stuff in just a couple of minutes. Uh, in the meantime, my colleagues here at the FMP are here, as always, Alexander Dacey and John Cannon. And uh, we haven't gotten into the meat of the basketball playoffs yet, fellas. Um, uh, track season's over now. Swimming season is over now. Uh, so we're down to wrestling and we're down to uh, swimming. All right, no, uh, excuse me, uh, basketball um, for the winter sports season. The top seeds haven't played yet. Uh, we've had some preliminary playoff games. Uh, but, Alexander, I wanted to ask you about this because the Oakdale hockey team, we, we haven't talked much at all about this. Uh, they're uh, playing Churchill in a state final uh, this week. Uh, what could you tell us about Oakdale hockey? So this is definitely one of Oakdale's best seasons, if you know, maybe ever. I mean, they've been to three. This is now their third state title uh, appearance. The previous two also came against Churchill and were, were losses because uh, Churchill's just kind of one of the preeminent state powers in hockey. They have been for a really, really long time. Uh, but uh, Oakdale this year uh, was undefeated in uh, league play, won the league title a couple weeks ago, and they've sort of steamrolled their way through the playoffs so far. They had uh, took one loss in the regular uh, in the regular season overall. I think it was to – I forget who it was. I think it was a private school um, that they lost to. But they're – you know, they, they, they seem to be having everything go, going well for them. And for what it's worth, they played Churchill uh, back in November. They beat him 2-1. So well, Was that like a seismic upset? Or? I, I wouldn't say it's seismic because Oakdale's been good, you know, pretty strong for a while. But that is certainly a notable result. Um, and I, I've, I haven't taken too much time because this just got finalized uh, tonight when we're recording this on Wednesday. So I haven't had too much time to go back and look, but I d- don't know if or when Oakdale last beat them. Uh, but it's been a, you know, it, it's they, they've had two shots at Churchill in the finals in uh, 2018 and then again two years ago in 2022. They lost that game in overtime. Uh, so this will be a really interesting See if they can turn it around on them and get a. I believe would get Frederick County their first uh, Maryland Soon Hockey League title. I'd have to again. I have to double check. John, that, you remember any hockey titles? No, I don't remember uh, any of our teams mm-hmm. winning a title. I think that'd be a first. Yeah, uh, yeah the game is seven uh, twenty uh, p.m. Friday at the uh, Gardens Ice House uh, in Laurel, mm-hmm. um, uh, the Patrick Rink uh, in Laurel, uh, Oakdale versus Churchill. Would you consider Churchill the favorite uh, b- I, based on? The I, I would say historically, I mean, they have, they have 10 state titles and they've, I think they've been to, I believe the last like three or four championships, uh, championship games. Uh, they lost last year to Walter, uh, Walter Johnson in the final, but yeah, they, uh, 
I would say historically you'd give it to them, you know, based on, I guess, the results on the ice this season, you, you'd tip the nod to Oakdale. But, I, I mean, I think it's kind of a coin flip. It's probably going to be a one-goal yeah, game. I mean, <laughs> one-goal one hockey games are sort of, by nature, coin flips. It was a 2-1 Oakdale win mm-hmm. <clears throat> back in November. Uh, you, you figure Churchill's experience in the game will pay dividends, but Oakdale's been in the game before. Yeah. They're, they're, they're no strangers. And, and again, and again, this this group, or at least the this class of those 2022, um, I guess that's, that's the class that's now juniors and seniors, uh, they were in that game, so they know. They sort of know how to how to deal with it and know what it's like. Right. Uh, you're the star of the show this week, Alexander, because you <laughs> also had a story uh, that ran in the paper this week on Walkersville's star player, Kenyon Johnson. Yes. Just, just, just tell us about the process of reporting that story and, and, and what, what you took from it. Yeah, so, I mean, I just sort of wanted to, you know, put a spotlight on this kid. Not like we haven't we haven't done that plenty of times already, but... It just got his 1,000th point, right? Yeah, so that was that, that was actually... I was not actually originally planning to go to that game, uh, but it was a it was President's Day and there was not a lot happening. So I was like, I was like oh, what the heck, why not? And sure enough, I have a pleasant surprise when I get there that he scores his 1,000th point, but... um. Yeah, he uh, he he's just a he's he kind of was almost uh, you know he was sort of part of a of a, of a I don't want to call him a twin tower duo because I know that that name at Walkersville has a uh, has significance on the girls side um, from when uh, Mike Mathis coached uh, the girls team but uh, kind of sort of an, another twin tower duo on the boys side uh, with Shea Wooloy last year uh, and he, and uh, the year before Shea was uh, Shea was injured so they didn't really get to share the court but um. You know, it was something that was very prevalent, you know, last year. Uh, but when Shea graduated, because he's, he's a year older, um, it was kind of like, all right, what is this team going to look like with Kenyon being the main guy? And, I mean, they, everything kind of runs through him, you know, which I guess, you know, could, could potentially maybe be a be a problem later down the line if they take him – if, you know, a team can take him out of the out of play. But no team has. I mean, the, the one game – the one time I saw one of their only losses – uh, regular season losses was to Middletown early in the year, and that game he got in foul trouble. So that's like the, I guess the one time he was kind of sort of taken out of the game, but that was not so much Middletown taking him out as it was, you know, he kind of needed to be out because of <laughs> because of his foul situation. But and then they came back and beat Middletown. Yeah, and then they in, in, in the second match. Yeah, so it, they're he's just kind of a player where it's almost like it doesn't matter what you throw at him. He just does it, and it, and the numbers. It's like every every night, whether we're at the game or not. Whenever we get the stats, and it's like, oh, he's got another, you know, twenty something, you know, like twenty five, fifteen game. It's like feels almost routine, which is just ridiculous to say. So, in terms of that, was just sort of the germination of the story, and then I, uh, and then I just went out to a practice, uh, you know, talked to him, talked to Mike Mathis, talked to Justin File, his you know teammate, and one of his longtime friends. Uh, just sort of about him, see how that you know came about. And I also talked to Kenyon's grandfather because he was he was sort of the one who put him in the league um, or got him into basketball in the first place. Uh, for for a kid who uh, basically did not know what basketball was outside of just the very 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 baseline stuff uh, when he started out as, as an eight year old um, to where he is now, and and again, especially considering basketball is not even you know. It wasn't his primary sport till about seventh, eighth grade, and even then, it, it might not even. He still doesn't even fully consider it. I guess it's almost like an equal he, standing he, he, with he football. Play, he plays football, yeah, because yeah. he's a he's a pretty good football player too. At least a, a good uh, defensive end and tight end. So, I mean, he's got he's got D three offers in both football and basketball. He's kind of still considering, um, you know, whether he's going to do one or the other, or maybe even both. I don't I don't know how he would be able to swing that, but. 
Um, he's got just a very unique kind of athlete and, and again, kind of putting up numbers we haven't seen in a very long time. Uh, how do you look at Walkersville's prospects? Because they're not going to have to go through Oakdale. They're not mm. going to have to go through Frederick. They're not going to have to go through Ligonor. I mean, Mid- Middletown's the team they're going to have to go through to get out of the region. Um, and and, and you, you have to like their chances to beat Middletown again. Um, but beyond that, I mean, is this a team with a player, a big kid like Kenyon and all you really need in basketball is one player to really dominate games or are they a team that could make a sort of a dark horse run here I mean potentially the the thing is 2A has two really 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 high level teams out of a Prince George's County and a Gwynn Park and Largo and Largo is the team that knocked off uh, uh knocked off Walkers in the state semis last year so whenever if they do get to states and if slash when they run into at least one of those teams, I don't know if they're in the same region. They have to play each other uh, before that. But you know, one or both of those teams, they would be significant underdogs. I would I would take it in one, you know one or both of those games because again, the, the sort of thing with 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 Walkersville is they are so they are you know as good as they are and as good as Kenyon is. Um, they have a fine supporting cast, but again, if you take Kenyon out, the team kind of. Um, it, it, it becomes a lot more difficult for them to to sort of you know be able to match up uh, match up or sort of have have such a match the matchup advantage that they that they want. So you, you know I, I I don't know what their long term prospects are. I think if they can if they can beat Middletown, you you, the, you, ex- you expect them to get out of the region. Well, I mean I don't want to say that for certain because Middletown is quite good. I I think at this point you know I think at this point that game is going to be pretty competitive. Um, you know, I guess, I guess if I, I guess if I had to say right now, maybe give Walkers a little slight edge because they're at home. But I, I, you know, I think that's competitive. If they can get past that game, uh, I think they'll probably get a. I'm guessing they'll get a decent draw in the quarterfinals um, because of the way they reseed. I'm sure there'll be some uh, some team with like some like middling team somewhere is probably going to get out of a region and they'll probably get a decent draw. Uh, but then when you know if they do get out do get past that, I'd. You know they probably have to run into Gwynn Park and or Largo, and that would be quite uh, probably quite difficult. Yeah, they can have another home game at a Prince's, Prince George's County. Well, I've got to say, so why, Wise isn't Wise is another um, the same home uh, or uh, same uh, semifinal sites that that were there last year, there again this year. So um, I do hope that they uh, don't that they don't uh, once again give a. Uh, Give teams a like home court advantage and sort of make it <laughs> try to make it actually more neutral. Yeah, that's true. Um, Walsh, Walkersville was a higher seed. Yeah, and they ended up playing uh, playing Largo at Wise, which yeah. is uh, what which is, is like what, five minutes down the five minutes down the <laughs> road from Largo. Yeah, so. Mike Mathis brought that up. Uh, I mean, it seemed like it was backwards. Uh, yeah. So. <clears throat> uh, on the girls' side, John Walkersville doing a decent job keeping their head above water. They're they're twelve and eleven. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they had a first round. Playoff win over Winners Mill, uh, a pretty comfortable win. Right. Uh, they'll they'll play Francis Scott Key next uh, mm-hmm. in 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 the uh, next round of the regional playoffs. Uh, Francis Scott Key beat Walkersville earlier in the season, but as you explained right. in your story, uh, Walkersville was a different team back then. Yeah, the thing about Walkersville is they have one senior on the roster, and uh, she doesn't start. So I mean, they're and coming into the season, they were extremely young. I mean, all those players have gotten better as the year went on. 
Uh, I mean, I, I conceivably they could beat FSK, and then they have the winner of that Middletown Williamsport game, and that, that to me is a flip them kind of a game. You know, I mean, either one of those teams could win. I mean, to me, they're still about a year away. Um, but I mean, they can knock somebody off. But I, I'd say look out for them next year because everybody's pretty much back. Yeah. Um, so again, that that two A could very well come down to Walkersville and Middletown. Although uh-huh. the girl, the girls side, it, on the boys side, it looks a little more certain. It'll mm-hmm. be those teams. I mean, I, I guess those teams would be <clears throat> would be favored. Whereas um, in 2A girls, the 2A West girls, Walkersville would have to beat Key, a team that beat them earlier this season. Middletown would have to win a flip game right. uh, with Boonesboro. So, um, For what it's worth, all, all those top four teams in that region, are, I think, are all separated by, like, like in terms of the standings, they're all within, like, a game of each other. So it's, it's, right. a, it's a remarkably even and balanced region. I mean, middle, actually, yeah, because Walkersville beat Williamsport during mm-hmm. the regular season. They split. And uh, Middletown and Williamsport split. So uh, the thing, the interesting thing is, uh, uh, Walkersville got swept by Middletown. So that'd be uh, that's that's kind of one way to look at uh, it. Anyone standing in Catoctin's way in the region, uh, anyway, uh, in one A? I don't think so. I mean, they, they should get through the region. But we were talking about it. I mean, once they do, I mean, there's some really tough teams out there. The the toughest of which is <coughs> Pikesville, who beat Catoctin two years ago in the state final. They've won three straight state titles, and they. Uh, they're a, they're a real legitimate dynasty, and uh, again, I mean, I'll say this: all Catoctins, most of Catoctins' key players are under, are not seniors. Uh, Grace Williams is the exception. Um, and aside from losing her, though, they're going to have everybody back next year. So, yeah, I mean, they, they can go fairly far, but I mean, their best days might be next year. Uh, wh- wh- where would you, is this, is this Catoctin team as good as the team that has made runs in recent years, or would you, uh, you would you put them on par with that? Or I mean, I'm not not uh, I, don't, I don't I mean yeah, is, I'll compare. Yeah, but, I, I thought the one two years ago was a stronger team. Yeah, I mean they had I mean they had two senior studs in in uh, Emma Weibel and Emily Williams, and uh, this team doesn't have players quite that caliber yet what they do have chris grievous is always great at summing things up he lost yeah. to catoctin last week in the cmc game and the way he described it was perfect he says catoctin is not one person good they're 12 people good and right. that's true they are a really deep team yep. they've got a lot of really con- good contributors and they can keep playing in a frenetic pace the entire game because of that but they don't have that that, that like the emma weibel or the emily williams they had two of them two years ago i don't know if they have that player this year you know right. what I mean? Who a go-to player who can you can lean on in tough times? All right, so you got Catoctin, one uh, A girls. You have Middletown and Walkersville potentially two uh, A girls. Three uh, A would be uh, Oakdale and, and, and Ligonor. Um, Ligonor is my my team that I I say look out for. Uh, sort of, uh, sort of the dark horse. Yeah, yeah Oakdale dealing with some injuries with Elisa mm-hmm. uh, Ortiz and um, Jane Rape. Um, we should point out that in a big 72 to nine, a very lopsided score for Ligonor, uh, in the first round of the playoffs, that uh, Trinity Lindblade notched her 1,000th point. So, uh, congrats to uh, Trinity for that. But yeah, I mean Oakdale. <clears throat> uh, uh, I mean, excuse me, Ligonor. They're a team that lost to Oakdale twice, so they have something right. to prove if, if they would play again. You you don't know what Oakdale's health status uh, is exactly. Oakdale hasn't played uh, in a week since the CMC game against Frederick. They've only really played a couple times in the last two weeks, uh, and, and they were riding the big 13-game winning streak coming in. So that, that, that could be a very interesting matchup. And then uh, 4A, obviously, you have you have the Frederick girls. Uh, boys, a 1A, no. Uh, 2A, Walkersville, uh, and Middletown, are one, one of those teams are likely. 
Uh, 3A will be will be tough. Uh, potentially Oakdale if, if if they get hot. Lagonor TJ uh, on, 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 on TJ's the, on, 4A now or, or TJ's yeah. 4A. So Oakdale if they get hot. Lagonor if if if, if they uh, similarly if they could find a way to play their best ball. They were playing much better down the stretch, and then uh, 4A obviously uh, uh, Frederick boys. Yeah. So. And uh, we'll we'll this weekend we'll really start the the top seeds will start playing and then next week we'll be in the meat of the uh, basketball playoffs, and I think winter sports pra- practice starts this week. Yeah, well, spring, spring sports. Yeah, it's on right, a Friday. Excuse me, uh, spring sports on Friday. We're, 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 so it'll feel like winter maybe. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because I saw Frank Huson, the Urbana uh, softball coach, at, at, at the basketball game right. against uh, TJ, and and he he I guess he was. Uh, maybe doing some scouting for softball. See if he could see if he could get some late, uh, it, some late additions to I'm his team. To Gear, gearing up for uh, gearing up for a state title <clears throat> defense, right? Uh, and, and he he was looking forward to the start. And, and he pointed out that yeah, that by the end of this week they'll they'll be underway with practice. So, uh, so fear not, everyone. Spring sports and warmer weather is on the horizon. Though it might take a while, like it usually does, and we'll be out there on some nice windy 40-degree days. But um, we won't, we'll try not to complain yeah. uh, too much here. The, so, the, the March classic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, guys, thank you very much. And when we come back, we'll talk state wrestling, uh, the state wrestling championships this week in Upper Marlboro at the Showplace Arena. And we'll do that with Trey Coates, uh, the head coach of the uh, Tuscarora High wrestling team, one of the biggest advocates of the sport in the area. And look forward to that conversation, and it's next. So stay with us here on The Final Score. All right, let's welcome onto the program the uh, head coach of the Tuscarora High wrestling team, Trey Coates. Uh, Trey, it's been a few years since you've been on. Glad to have you back. Thank you. It's good to be back. It means we're doing what we're supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. You guys have had an awesome season. I mean, uh, fourteen and two overall during the duels regular season. Uh, you, you advanced um, uh, to the regional final yep. uh, in, in the three A West, um, where the eventual state champion. And it took a darn good effort from the eventual state champion, Ligonor, uh, t- to knock you off. Yeah, we gave them all we had. Uh, and here we are in the individual season. You guys had a good showing at the county tournament, good showing at regionals. You're sending a handful of uh, kids to the state tournament this weekend in um, in Upper Marlboro. Just how would you describe uh, the, the season you guys have had? Um, we've been working real hard, and just the thing we've been trying to do is get better every week. Um I just got done. I was talking to my athletic director the other day, and I was like, this is probably the most fun I've had coaching wrestling in my 18 years as a head coach. Why, why, why is that? Um, I think it's the combination of um, the co-ed program doing real well and uh, everybody buying in and the girls program taking off. Um, the girls program is a whole lot of fun. I mean, they're 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 wanting to learn more things, and they're wanting to learn things that are like – a little bit more risky, but um, they're not afraid to try it out on the mat, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a big reason why I wanted to have, have you on because uh, you, you've fielded more girls wrestlers than any team in the county uh, this season. You've been instrumental in and in, in, in been a huge advocate uh, for, for, for girls in, in wrestling. And uh, just just how, how did this sort of come about for you uh, and, and just – starting this program and I think you had close to 18 girls come out for the team this season yep um so we always recruit really hard in the hallway and on the announcements and everything and um 
every couple of years you get a couple of girls that'll come out and things like that. And um, they have a girls state tournament. We were having a girls. I didn't know at the time, but we were going to have a girls county tournament. And I thought, you know, it'd be really cool if we could field a full girls team. And um, so I started advertising it hard to the girls. And, um, you know, the way that I got so many girls to come out is I told them we would have separate practices. Um, they would never have to wrestle a boy if they didn't want to. Um, if they did, they could stick around and wrestle at the co-ed practice. But um, but if they just wanted to wrestle in girls' practice, we were good to go. Yeah, and, and you said when, when I talked to you about this earlier for, for, for an article that appeared in the paper, like you have to be fully committed to this. Like you have to do it the right way and, yeah. and, and be all in. You can't do it sort of, yeah, sort of, we want a girls program. We'll, we'll see what kind of interest in, maybe not. Yeah. Like you have to have your foot on the gas pedal and be pushing yeah. this all the way. And, and, and that's what you did. Yep. You got to put your money where your mouth is. We bought uh, 20 girls cut singlets um, before the season started. And I let them all know. I was like, this is legit. Like we're having our own team. We're going to tournaments. Uh, we're going to try to wrestle some duels if we can. Um, I'm going to try to get you guys to wrestle as much as we can. And um, they really bought in. They seem to be having a really good time. Right. It, it's sort of cool that you have to make the distinction now, right? That that co-ed, there's the co-ed tournament, yeah. and then there's the girls' tournament. Yep. Uh, how, how, do, how do you think the, the county girls' tournament uh, uh, was conducted? Like, how, how do you think it was received? Just how, how do you think that went? Um, I, think it, I think it went real well. Um, I mean, we ended up winning it. We had more girls than everybody else. Yeah, and that what, was, uh, eight, eight champions, something like that? Or yeah. Something, something along those lines? Yeah, and yeah. Um, there was some, you know, mumbling about, oh, Tuscarora is going to win because they have so many. But then uh, we pinned three in a row in the semis, and and I think everybody kind of realized, like, oh, they're they're for real. Yeah, you're, you're, you're legit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and now you're sending three to states, three girls? Oh, I'm sending uh, – Six boys and eight girls and a possible ninth because that's that phone call. I just oh, it, it, eight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're taking a lot of girls to states. You you are. Uh, what what was your sales pitch to the girls? I I know you're always combing the halls and and, and looking for wrestlers and say, hey you you look need need a sport. Why don't you give wrestling a try? Or hey I I think you'd be good at wrestling. I I know you're always doing that. So what would you tell girls that uh, may be on the fence about trying wrestling? Um, I just kept telling them how much fun it is, and uh, I talked to them about, um, you know, the, everybody was gung-ho about flag football, and everybody really enjoyed flag football, and I said, you know, that made history in Frederick County, and I was like, you could make history here, we could make history in Frederick County, we could be the first girls program to come out of this county, and um, and I think that kind of like piggybacked off of the success of flag football, so I think... The girls were gung-ho to, to get into a sport that was not traditionally uh, a girls' sport. Yeah, because now, now we're football and wrestling, two sports that are predominantly thought of as being boys' sports. Yeah. So there's, there's now a real uh, female inroad uh, uh, here in Frederick County, uh, yeah. uh, which is really cool to see. How was wrestling received by the girls who maybe were trying it for the first time? Um, at first they were, there was a lot of laughing. And I mean, that's, that's anybody who just starts wrestling. Like you're not used to like all through school. You're told like, keep your hands to yourself. Don't, don't rough up your friends. <laughs> and, and now I'm like, all right, get a hold of that person and rough them up. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So, so, so it took a little getting used to. Yeah. But, but you have girls in the program that, that are genuinely interested in wrestling and oh, yeah. ha- had a bit of a wrestling background. This, this wasn't all th- – yeah. th- these girls were not, not all novices to wrestling. No. There, we have um, 
Savannah Elling has wrestled for a long time, and um, her her father was very instrumental in, uh, or her grandfather, excuse me, was very in- instrumental in uh, publishing wrestling, right? Yeah. And, and promoting wrestling, yep. right? Uh, t- uh, Tom, I believe his name was Tom. Uh, yes. And uh, he ran. Uh, he was an, an official, I, I think. He may, maybe wrestled in college and, and did a lot of uh, work uh, promoting the sport in, in, in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, uh, so she was a natural, uh, obviously. But uh, and you had some other girls. That, yeah, that, we that, had a lot of jujitsu girls. Yep. Um, and they're they made the transition over into wrestling real nice. I mean, it jujitsu you have to be careful because you're okay being on your back in jujitsu. <laughs> right, <laughs> it, it's, it's sort of counterintuitive to what you want to be as a wrestler, yeah. right? Yeah, because uh, in jujitsu that's where you want to be in wrestling. That's the one place where you can't be. Yeah. Yep. Right. So, so did it take? Was it like left learning to write with your other hand, or, or a, a little bit there? A little bit, but they still have that mat sense and that that knowledge of grappling. Um, so it's, it was not as, you know, it wasn't as foreign to them um, because they're used to grabbing a hold of somebody. I had a lot of uh, cheerleaders come out okay, and they had a gymnastics background. And, and, and cheerleaders aren't seen as being like tough minded no. people. I mean, no, they're, they're, but, yeah, all you get to do is look pretty and cheer and stuff like that. But Hey, it's, but these were, these were competition cheerleaders and that's, okay. I, there's a, there's a whole different level to it. And competition cheerleading is, extremely difficult <laughs> yeah it's probably, it's probably more cutthroat too yeah, i oh mean I, i'm not very familiar with the competition cheerleading but but i'm sure it's it, it's yeah the, when you introduce the competitive aspect yeah. to it, it it brings out a little more of the fire i'm sure yeah and i mean they they had that competitive edge they had that they've they've done aerials they've done all kinds of gymnastic stuff and they've they've really like turned that into being able to do wrestling moves and things like that right and you had enough girls, and there were enough girls in the county where you say you were able to go to a few tournaments. Yeah. I believe Oakdale had a fair number of girls. Uh, TJ had a fair number of girls. Yep. And there were a couple of programs in the county where you were actually able to have an all-girls duel match. Yeah, we had a duel. Oakdale, I think, had four or five. But TJ had enough for us to have a duel, and uh, we wrestled them. Um, and then I took the girls to the Eastern Tech Tournament at the beginning of the year, and I took them to the FSK Girls Tournament. Over Christmas break, that was a that was a, a long three days because we wrestled. We hosted a tournament on the 27th and 28th, and then the 29th was the girls' tournament. So we turned around and went to FSK for that. Um, and then uh, we went to the Winners Mill Falcon Invitational after that, and my girls did well. Um, but you know, it was a saying that the one over break it was a long three days. But if you're gonna tell the girls that you're gonna have a legit program, you're going to put in, you're going to have to put in the work. Right. Um, and that's what we've done. Did any of your girls want to say, Hey, I'm, I'm fine wrestling the boys. I sort of want to stay on the co-ed track. Yes. Um, they, um, so I had a few girls that stuck around for boys practices just because they wanted to, um, wrestle longer. Um, they knew that they were a little bit behind because they were brand new wrestlers and, um, they were running into girls who had just like a year or two more experience than them, but that was what was the hang up there. Like we would lose some matches that if we were a shade more experienced, we could win. So they were like, I'm just gonna, I'd like to stick around just to get some more experience and get to wrestling a little bit more. And, um, it worked out well for them. Um, and I had, you know, some would stay all the time. Some would stay sometimes, but, uh, they all would come to the girls practice all the time. Uh, were there girls that came out for the team uh, and said, I've, I've given this a shot and just wrestling isn't my cup of tea. It, it, it's, it's not my thing. Yes. Um, one of my girl's sisters came out and um, 
she she stayed about a week, and then she had an honest conversation with me and said, listen, I, I don't really want to grab a hold of somebody and throw them on the ground. And I was like, I understand. Like, it's not for everybody. So um, she ended up doing real well in, um, I believe, shot put in uh, track indoor track. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But but by and large, I'm sure a lot of the girls um, uh, came out and they were pleasantly surprised by, yeah. by what wrestling offered them. Yeah. Uh, how cool was that for you to see? Just just the girls getting surprised in, in in a good way about it, and just just what sort of feedback were they giving you in terms of that? I'll tell you, it's awesome because by the last third or quarter of the season, the girls had been looking on like TikTok and youtube and stuff and looking at moves and they were like hey have you ever done this move before and i was like yeah and they go would you teach it to us and i was like this is not a very (laughs) safe move to do like you could pin yourself doing this move and they're like oh no no we'll listen we'll listen i'm like okay so i showed them a few moves i actually um showed them an elevator um and then in the regional semifinals, my 125 alexia mccalla um dropped down and hit an elevator and it's it's a move where if they have your leg, you drop to your back and kick them over your head and roll like on top of them and pin them. And um, she pinned her girl in the semis with it, and the gym goes ooh when right. they hit the mat, and it was like that's really cool. Yeah, well, what was her reaction to that? Uh, she got up smiling. She was happy as could be. And then like lateral drops, I showed them a few of those, and we went to the winners' mill tournament, and two of my girls right in a row, bang bang, pin girls in lat drops. There you so go. It was real cool. Yeah, so you see the light, the light bulb sort yes. of uh, coming on. Well, was it a challenge to coach girls? What, what was it? Was it difficult at first, even for you to, to get used to? Not really, because what what I understand, like what I've talked to other coaches about, is they're like, "Oh, you have to be a lot more positive with the girls. You have to do this. You have to do that." And I'm like, you know, that's I'm I'm a positive guy anyway. I'm a very energetic guy. Um, so I'm super pumped about wrestling all the time. And, uh, you know, my wife could tell you. <laughs> uh, how, how did you get so pumped about wrestling, Trey? Like, like what, when did the bug bite you? When did the wrestling bug bite you? Uh, I mean, I'm sure you've told this story before here, but, but it's been yeah. probably four or five years. So, so re- refresh our memories. So um, I, my team, my high school didn't have a wrestling team. Okay. Um, until I was in 10th grade. Yeah. And I started wrestling in 10th grade, which you're way behind the times. Um, so I, I caught on pretty quick, um, and I really enjoyed it. So, uh, by the time I was a senior, I was a county champ. Um, I did not make the state tournament as a senior. And so I felt like, you know, as the day after the state or the day after the regional or the yeah regional tournament, I'm talking to my mom at home and I was like, you know, I don't know what to do now. Like I don't have, I don't have anything to do. Right. And I told her, I was like, I miss it. I miss it real bad. Well, and, I mean, uh, what appealed to you about wrestling, though? I mean, you're getting thrown around, you're getting beat up, you're getting your face smashed. In them. I mean, <laughs> the, 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 there's perceived unpleasantries about wrestling. Yes. Uh, I just well, what appealed to you about it? I was always a really scrappy kid. Okay, like it was always like it was fun to hurt your friends. Like we, right, <laughs> we you, would rough each other up. You're, you're doing it sort of in a legal way. Yeah. You, you you could beat someone up legally. Yes, uh, sort of. And and you needed to place to channel your energy, I'm yeah. sure, too, because you're this highly energetic guy, and, and yep. wrestling is six minutes of nonstop energy, oh, so yeah. it was like the perfect sport for you, right? Yeah. Right. <clears throat> um, and so, so so, you needed an outlet, and yep. uh, um, you're like, what do I do now? And, and, and coaching presented itself? Yeah, or? so I, after the season was over and after we had our banquet my senior year, I talked to uh, my coach at the time, Scott Mogar, and um, I said, hey, back then you could come back and help out. 
um, before you were 21. And um, I talked to him, and I was like, hey, can I come back and help out a little bit next year? And uh, he said, yeah, come on back. And um, so I was there first day of practice, and he kind of he took me under his wing and kind of showed me how to, pra- how to coach wrestling. And, like, he would give certain kids to me and be like, you teach them this, teach them that, and then you're their coach in the corner. And I was like, okay. And um, I did that for a year, and then uh, I coached at Brunswick with the new coach for two years, and then he had to leave. And then my, the year I was 21 years old, I was a head coach. You were a head coach at Brunswick High School. Yep. And Scott was a referee. Did he did he referee some of your matches he in, did. in that first year? Was it an awkward dynamic if you if you <laughs> if you if you disagreed with one of Scott's calls? No, because he would always tell me before before the match. He would be like, "You come on up to the table. I'm kicking you out." <laughs> so, and uh, he was he's a very good ref. So it's not like it, right, I right, had much to say. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, I I'm sure. It, had a chance to present an awkward dynamic there if, if, if you if you disagreed with yeah. with one of Scott's calls. Were you ready to be a head coach at twenty one? Um I you know, yes. Um I had talked about like how to teach things, how to do this, how to do that. I was I was really interested in coaching. Um when Scott gave me the like the put me in charge of some of the kids and their success and things like that. I was like, this is awesome. Like this is how I continue wrestling. Right. Um, so yeah, I was ready. Uh, one of your best friends in life, the best man in your wedding, uh, uh, Scott Tillis. Is in fact is another Scott. Uh, yep. Scott Tillis, who is the head coach of Brunswick right now. Yeah. Uh, how did your did your relationship with Scott Tillis start at Brunswick, or had you known Scott before uh, your time at Brunswick? So I I met Papa T when I was in high school. And I call him Papa T because... And you went to Brunswick, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right, yeah. So his son wrestled for... Uh, his oldest son wrestled the first year we had a team. And um, his name was Steven. And I wrestled with him. And Papa T would always be yelling on the sidelines and stuff and clapping and everything. And he's an emotional guy. So when uh, when Steve would win, Papa T would be over there crying. And I would always look at this guy and I'd be like, who is this guy over here crying right. during this irregular <laughs> duel meet? And... Um, so then when I became a head coach, they were like, hey, this football coach, we'll put him as your assistant coach because he's real good with the paperwork side of it. And I look, and here comes Papa T. And I was like, hey, how's it going? I shook hands with him. And, you know, I was like, I know you from when I was in school. But it was right. our first time, like, as a professional, yeah. like, pair. And um, we just became just, like, the best of friends. Hey, um, y- y- the relationship clicked right away. Yeah, yeah. And we still are friends, even though right. he coaches. Well, like, like I said, he was the, you said he was the best man in, in your wedding. Yep. So, so that uh, and how long have you known up? Uh, well, you've known him, but how long is that serious friendship with with Papa T? Uh, I'd say gone eighteen on? years. I'd say we yeah. were buddies from the get go. Okay, um, yeah, and uh, you know, I, I yeah, eighteen years. I'd say right. Um, are are you surprised it's taken girls wrestling to catch on so fast? At least on the local level somewhat. I mean, I mean, we've had a state tournament, um, since 2018, I believe, yeah. uh, uh, for the girls. Are, are you surprised it's taken until 2024 to have a County girls tournament or, or is it about right? Does it, do, do these things take time and, and, um, and it just needs time to develop. I think the numbers had to be right. I okay. think the issue was that the numbers were not right. There were not enough girls. Um, we're still not up to where we could be. Um, yeah, Carroll because County because is, there were a bunch of uncontested weight classes yeah. at, at counties where there was one girl that, that won the county title, but but she didn't have to wrestle anyone yeah. to do it. So. Yeah, and Carroll County is is ahead of us right now. They have um, 
they have a girls. I mean, they have three full girls programs. Right. Um, yeah, Frederick County was the first for the flag football, but yeah. they were not the first in Maryland for the county wrestling tournament. Like, no. like you said, Carroll County has been around. I think Washington County has tried it before. They've Man. got some. Boonesboro's got a fair amount of girls over. <clears throat> okay. And then South, I think, has two. And then maybe some other hot, hot pocket spots yeah. uh, for wrestling around the state have tried it. So Frederick County wasn't the trailblazer necessarily for girls' no. county wrestling. But but now, do you think it's really going to get more popular now that we have an example to show someone of I this? I think so, too. I, I think that's – yeah, I think that's correct. Um, everybody who coaches wrestling, everybody who wrestles has that competitive fire in them. And um, I think they see now that, like, oh, there's a, there's a girls' county title we can win. Like, we need to start recruiting hard. And, um, like, y- you see an opportunity here. And I see – I saw an opportunity. I thought these girls – don't know much about wrestling. Most of them don't know anything. And I can teach them how to wrestle and how to win matches. And it can go from nothing to to where they are now. And it's so much fun to see like how how much they've gained going throughout the season. Right. What 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 does it take to be a wrestler, Trey? Ugh. A lot. A lot. It takes um mainly a mindset. Um, yeah, it's a mental sport, yes, isn't it? Yes, uh, you can be as physically fit, you can be as as strong as you want, but if you don't, if you're not there mentally, if you're not tough, if you can't get going when it's when it's tough, you're not going to mount anything. Right. Um, so you know, we've just been talking about mindset a lot. Um, my assistant coach, Coach Damali, he uh, runs the wrestling club at the high school, so it's and I go in there with him and. I listen to what he's saying to the kids, and he's he's talking about mindset all the time, and it is a huge asset to our team that he does that. And all we do is watch watch wrestling on on film, and we watch or we talk about wrestling, and um, and he does a real good job motivating kids and uh, just talking about that winning mindset. So, so you have to be tough. Like if things aren't if a match isn't going your way, you have to be able to hang in there and, yeah. and stick with it, right? And that, of course, is applicable to anything in life. Where yeah. if you're having a bad day, if something's not going right at work or in school or something, that developing that tough mindset that yeah. helps you pull through those things, yeah. right? Didn't wrestling teach you a lot of sort of life skills like that? Yeah, I think I'm more resilient now because I wrestled. Um, I played baseball growing up, Little League Baseball, and I wasn't that good at it. Um, right. But, you know, in wrestling, you control your own destiny. I mean, you, the amount of work you put in is what you're going to get out of it. Right. And um, I think that's what I liked about it. And it doesn't really matter what – I mean, there's other sports like this, track and field, but it doesn't really matter what shape and size you are. And, yeah. Uh, and anyone could wrestle. You, yeah. You, you can find a home somewhere in the lineup. Yeah, and that's what I tell all the, all the small guys that come out. And I'm like, you – I said, you play football. You're a little guy, and you play football, and you're saying you're not going to wrestle. Like a 200-pound kid can run you over in football, but in wrestling, you're going to wrestle somebody who weighs the same as you. Right. So this is the most fair it can be. Speaking of the tough mindset, one of your uh, co-ed wrestlers, uh, Cohen Burdett, had a pretty tough mindset at regionals. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he had a tough result in, in the county final. Uh, yeah. He lost to Peyton Pickett-Ligonor, who's an excellent wrestler, yeah. uh, who, who Cohen beat uh, in, in, the, in, in the duel uh, final. Yes. But then Peyton uh, came back, and in the county final, yeah. uh, he, he beat uh, uh, Cohen, and I'm sure that was a disappointing result for him. It was. But, but, but then Cohen came back, and, and then he won a regional title last week. So that's yeah. sort of what you're talking about, right? Yeah. That ability to bounce back. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, we always have a team over me aspect, and that's how we do so well in duels. Um, and Cohen was just real fired up to win that duel. And um, 
He did. He knew. He knew if we were going to have a shot at beating Linganore, he had to beat Pickett. And um, he got the job done during our regional duel final. And then in counties, he had like kind of a little mental block, and we didn't really wrestle as good as we could have. Um, but I think between counties and regionals, we fixed that through um, practicing over with uh, Middletown and getting him a little bit of different competition, different looks. And, um, you know, he put it together. We had a rough semifinal. Um in uh, regionals, where we kind of had it, it's a tough weight class that yeah, that, that yeah. because it's right smack in the middle. It's what fifty two, right? Fifty seven. Fifty seven. Okay, yeah. So right, right smack in the middle. Yeah. So, so you get big guys. Yep. You get big, get big, strong kids that have cut weight, and then you get some some smaller kids it's, who are really strong and tough. And it's really where brains meets brawn. You yeah. Get the little right. guys who are real technical. You got the big guys that are real strong, and then. 57, you get them where they meet together. Right, exactly. So for him to be able to um, to win a regional title, it helps it's, his seeding at states this weekend because now because yeah. it, 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 it uh, now he'll get the, uh, a fourth place finisher yeah. from another region, right? So, yeah. So it so it helps the path, um, and it, it's a confidence a giant confidence boost too. Yes. Uh, uh, winning that regional title. Yeah. So. And we preach all the time that. Don't worry about the seeds. Worry about the next match. Don't worry about the kids' record. Just worry about what you're going to do to win your match. Right. It's it's always like, and if you're on your back, just I mean, yeah. There's there's always there's always a way forward in wrestling. Yeah. It seems no matter where you are or how well or how poorly you're doing, yeah. there's always a way forward. So. Oh yeah. Um. So who's going to states? So uh, co-ed, you have uh, co-ed. Xavier Ford, right? Yes. Uh, uh, Cooper Camerata, who's been one of your stalwart wrestlers yep. uh, for years now. Cooper's only a junior, right? Yeah. Okay. So he'll so he'll be back next year. Um, uh, he didn't win regionals, but but no. uh, but was that a bit of a surprise or about what he expected? Or, um, I mean, he's in a tough weight class too. So. Uh, you know, it could have gone either way with him <clears throat> and uh, okay. Sharma. We we knew he was going to be tough, but we made some mental mistakes and we've talked about it. So we're we're ready to wrestle. So Xavier uh, Cooper uh, Cohen is going. Chase Wheeler at one forty four. Wheeler at one forty four. Colin Feeney yep. is going. He's at uh, one sixty five. Sixty five. So he's he's the class above uh, Cohen. Yeah. And then you have uh, Godwin. Godwin uh, Ede. Yeah, I mean he pulled out a he pulled out a huge result at regionals too. Yeah. Uh, he was fourth, right? Yes. Yeah. He's our first year monster. I mean he's. He's Big, athletic, is, is, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. How, how did you get him to come out for the wrestling team? Um, so I found him in the hallway, and I've been I've bugged him every once in a while. I'd be like, "Hey, you should wrestle. You should wrestle." He plays football, yeah. Yeah, and um, and he was doing indoor track, and I was like, so I walked up to him one day, and I was like, "Listen, the season's about to start, and like I'm looking at signups, and I don't have anybody for heavyweight." And I was like, and I always joke with you, and I'm like, "Hey, you should wrestle," and I'm like, "I'm not joking anymore." Like. I think you should wrestle. And he like thought about it for a second. He looked at me and he's like, you know, I'll sign up tonight. And I was like, really? And he said, yeah. So then I was, you know, I'm you you were ge- anyway. you 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 were geek too. Yeah. And what what did he think of wrestling? Uh, what uh, what did he think of it in the initial stages? Um, he'll I'll never forget what he said. He summed up wrestling how you feel after a wrestling match after our first try meet. He pinned the kid from Catoctin and he lost to the kid from Century. And we get off the bus at Tuscarora, and he goes, you know, when I lost that match, like, I just felt like the worst I've ever felt in my life. And he said, but when I won. Yeah, because the loss was before the pin, yeah. right? Yeah. And he goes, and when I won and they raised my arm, it was like nothing I've ever felt before. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, 
that, that, that's that's the sport in a nutshell, right? Yeah, it, it really it, is. It, it could be the it could be the worst day or the best day. Yeah. And Godwin's had some major uh, results for you this season. Oh yeah. I, I, I remember in the in in the duel, uh, the regional final duel against Lignor, he, yeah. he he had a big pin uh, to, to keep you guys in in, in that match. Yep. So I mean, that, that's what coaching is all about, right? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, uh, to, to see the moments like that, someone who's never wrestled before, and all of a sudden they're getting these huge results. Yeah. I mean, you you, you the pro- the progress is what matters to someone like yeah. you, I'm sure. Yeah. So. Hundred percent, right? Um, and, and on the girl side, uh, who's who's going to states? So we have at one twenty, Ella McDonald. Yeah, uh, and Ella's 20. been one of your, and she was she was one that was on the fence. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. You told me yep. she 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 was she went, hasn't been a, a, a lifelong wrestler or anything no. like that. Yeah. And I had to talk her into it, and now she's like. What kind of off-season wrestling is there? And <laughs> so, now she's all about it. Yeah, and she's going and she's going to states. Yeah. So Ella's at 120. You said. Yeah. Okay. 125 is Alexia McCalla. Okay. Um, 130 is Lulu Markoff. Yeah. Um, maybe we're getting in uh, Masaya Uganbayar at uh, 135. I just I have a call into her now because they're asking about it. Um, yeah, how how tough is that for her? Because I mean, she didn't think she was going, um, and she's sort of been out of it uh, during the practice week, and now she might be tossed tossed in the deep end here. Um, I think she can hop back in. Okay, I mean, she, yeah, weight's not an issue. She'll be right. fine. Okay, all right. So so it's like sort of riding a bike at this point. Yeah. Uh, it's not like two weeks have gone by or a month yeah. has gone by. Yeah. So she she could do all right. Yep. Yeah. And, and who um, else? One forty, we have Rebecca Ramirez. Yeah. Um, one forty-five, we have um, Christina Dorsey. Um, fifty-five, Aaliyah Connor. Uh, one ninety, we have Jillnay Davis, and then at two thirty-five, we've got um, Abby Gonzalez Hernandez. Right. Um, and to make states, it was the top four for the boys in the region and the top three for the girls? Yes. Okay, so you had to finish in the top yeah, three my in little, class for the girls. My little 100-pounder got fourth, right. um, Kiara Funes. I was hoping she'd make it through, but boy, if we're not eating trying to weigh 96 pounds <laughs> yeah, yeah, and wrestling right. 100. Yeah, I mean, the struggle can be real on, on, on both ends. Yeah. Have, have most of your kids had to cut to get to their weight, or have they been able to just stay maintain just a, a, a healthy, natural weight? or? Um, um, you know, there's there's uh, a couple uh, that are uh, cutting. A mix, yeah. Yeah, but nobody's really cutting all that hard. Um, so it's not it's not too bad. Especially the girls, they're all making weight pretty good. Right. What what do the, uh, the weight classes changed this year? Uh, you said you weren't an, an initial fan because yeah. the, the gap was. I, I guess there's big gaps in the heavier yeah. weights. Yeah, and when you've been around a while, you you remember the reasoning behind things, and they changed because there was too big of a gap, and now they've changed back to where that. Same size gap is there between uh, 190 and 215. Right. And then I don't like the gap between 75 and 90. Um, it makes it tough for bumping around. Like, you have to have a big, strong kid at 75 to bump him to 90 to wrestle a kid right. that's 15 pounds heavier than him. Right. Uh, do we like uh, – I mean, show place is pretty far away. I mean, it's, yeah. not, it's not as close as College Park. Yeah. Um, is, is that been a – do you feel that's been a pretty good venue, though? I do. Uh, I like uh, it. Over the years? Yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah, Plenty okay. of space. Um, you're not too far away from the action. You can still see everything. Um, so I like it. How, how do we feel about that wrestling is now being stretched over the three days? Because before it was just the, the girls' tournament. Yeah. Uh, the girls just went on Thursday. They I guess they got down to their final – Mm-hmm. Uh, and then came back Saturday night uh, for the championship. But now they're uh, everything. Uh, I, I guess everything is being pushed up a little bit. Things will end earlier, which yeah. which I'm sure everyone will will enjoy, including yes. including reporters uh, covering the event. <laughs> 
Um, but how, how do you feel that it's being stretched over three days now with, with the co-ed and the girls? So I've heard a lot of gripes about it. Um, uh, what, what, what are the gripes? Just that it's making weight three days in a row and all <clears throat> yeah. this stuff. Um, but I understand it. it. It's when you have the girls wrestle Thursday evening and then don't have them wrestle again until Saturday, they're an afterthought. Right. Um, plain and simple. Yeah, it's like we're, we're going to host this thing, but no one's going to be there. Yeah, we're going to squeeze you in where we can. Right. Um, now they are – I think that it legitimizes oh. everything. Yeah, they're, they're now a part yeah. of the main, the, the main event, yes. um, uh, so to speak. Where so. before it's like out of sight, out of mind. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll throw an extra mat out, out there for the finals yeah. and, and have, have a girls' final. But you're right. I, yeah, uh, I, like, I, I like what the state's doing. I like that they're, they're pushing for – to okay. Expose girls wrestling more. Is it also better for the kids that make the finals that they're only going to have to wrestle one match on Saturday? Ugh, I, that I don't like. I think we could wrestle the semis on Saturday. Okay. Um, well, why, why don't you like it? You need a little tune up. Okay. You yeah. don't wrestle great your first match sometimes. Yeah, so. P- well, uh, it's a little early. You don't have to wait all the way till six thirty oh, now. The, the finals are at four, but but still, you have, you're sort of waiting all it's day. All day. Uh, of, and and I'm sure mentally it, it, it plays on you a little bit yeah. too. Have, so, but so you would like you would like a tough match before the finals the, the, the same day. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to get the kid wrestling before. Okay, uh, what what are you expecting from 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 your uh, from your bunch? I mean, you're you're sending as many kids as 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 pretty much any any school yeah. in the county. Um, you know we're. We've said it all season long. We're trying to get better every single week. So I'd like to see my guys do well. Um, I, we're always going for the next best thing. So, like, everybody, your goal is to be a state champ when you get there. Um, and then if something hiccups along the way, your goal is to get third. Um, so we, that's one of the toughest things to do, right? To yeah. have to have the disappoint, to deal with the mental disappointment of a loss, yes. and then come back to get, get your wits about you again, and then come back and wrestle third. And I had that talk with everybody. Um, before the regional tournament, I said number one killer of a high school career or a high school wrestling season is the inability to overcome a loss. Because and one loss turns into two losses. Yep. <laughs> I said you just need to go for the next best thing and put it out of your mind. And I said it's easier said than done, though. Yeah. Well, I told him I said I'm mostly talking to the boys because you guys mope around after a loss. My girls are like, all right, well, who do I have next? Right. They're yeah. not worried about it. But that, that'll probably change over time. Yeah. It, it, they get more used to it and, yeah. they, and they become a little more like the boys and whether I mean I'm not saying they're not disappointed right now by the result, but 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 it's not so new and yeah. and, and stuff. So yeah. uh it, it should be a fun tournament. Like uh, Frederick yeah. County is well represented. I mean, yeah. I, I I think the tournaments have played out sort of how the season did, uh yeah. where Ligonor, Middletown, um, uh, you guys in Brunswick have been sort of head and shoulders above above the rest of the pack this season. Yeah, we've been we've been all wrestling tough. Um, I'd like to be a little bit higher up than what we were, but yeah, you know. uh, what two losses? What Brunswick got you and Ligonor got you? Yeah, uh, I mean man, those are two. Those are two. You weren't losing to any uh, 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 schlub teams there. No. So where where do you think wrestling is overall in Frederick County? Now? Do you think it's becoming more popular? And it, it, is it is it in a good spot, or have you seen a dip, or like where where is wrestling right now in Frederick I County? I think I think wrestling like numbers have all been really good. Yeah. Um and. Uh, just retaining the amount of kids has been great. Um, uh, I think at, at Tuscarora, um, it's a combination of, uh, of Coach Damali and I combing the hallway, um, putting stuff on the announcements all the time. Um, and then I have a whole lot of support. I've never felt more supported from like um, the athletic directors and the admin before, before now. I mean, uh, 
Coach O'Connor is great. He's a great athletic director, and he's he supports us fully. Um, is it is it hard to get into the morning announcements? Do you have to sort of wedge your way in there, or do you just say, uh, I, "I want the, I want this out there"? I'm a likable uh, guy. Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> so okay, so, so it's easy for you, Trey, because they want to help you out. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, so you don't have to like buy ad time or anything like that uh, to, to get on the morning announcements or anything. It's not that difficult. I did get an email from uh, another coach, and they said, um, "Stop taking, <laughs> stop taking kids away from my sport." He said, "He said, how do you afford all this airtime?" And I responded <laughs> with, "Why do you think we fundraise so much?" <laughs> well, that, that, that's true. <laughs> How, are are the guys sort of pumped to have the girls around? I mean, do they do they like, do they like having the girls around? Yeah, yeah. They, they they don't feel infringed upon or like what what are these girls doing here? They're not no. they're not they're not serious about no, it. No, wrestling yeah. is like one of the tightest set of teams you'd ever get. Um, and while they're treated as two separate teams, they do Inter- interact a bit right, and they yeah. like talk to each other about wrestling in there. They're like. You know, and the girls will rib the guys, and the guys right. Will rib the I, girls I, I, about I, was, stuff. I was about to say, I'm sure the girls provide sort of a needed yeah. and valuable dynamic to the team that was yeah. that wasn't there before. They they are giving the business out just as hard as anybody. <laughs> They'll be like, "Well, we beat this team, and y'all are over here acting like this." And uh, it's great. Yeah, it sounds like you're having as much fun as you you ever have yeah oh yeah in 18 years i don't know that i've had this much fun wrestling right or and, coaching wrestling right and, and your teams are uh, with the girls now they're they're probably bigger bigger than ever too yeah. Tuscore are now too yeah. right so and you expect that to continue you, you think you get you guys have a real nice wave of momentum going i think so i think with the success of uh both programs this year everybody wants to be on a winning team right um so that's that's step one is you got to start winning and then kids will start coming out um now we've never been like a bad team right. by any means, um, but you know we're having success, right? And and we're doing we're doing we're making a positive atmosphere for everybody, um, and it's something that people just want to be a part of. Do you, do you expect to have more girls duels uh, within the county next year? Yes, like maybe some of these other schools will have more girls, or we'll have enough girls to to have a duel. I hope so. Um, if not, you know we're heading to Carroll County. We're looking for. I'm already trying to set up a tri meet between um, us, Patterson Mill, and Eastern Tech. Right. Um, because I know they have pretty full girls squads. So, how do you get your wrestling Jones in the off season? Like, so so states will happen this weekend, and high school season's over. Then what, what's it on to for, uh, from um, there? You know, there's some open mat opportunities around the county that you can go to. Um, do, you, do you do you offer open mats uh, for your kids? We do. Yeah, uh, pretty much around the year. Yeah, uh, we yeah. offer open mat. It's a, it's like a basically you're supervised while you're in there wrestling. Right. Okay. Um, <coughs> so we do all that stuff. Um, there's different areas around. Like um, I think Clinch does some wrestling stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, I used to coach John D. Fuller, who's doing real well. Right. In MMA with them. So I think I'm gonna head over there a little bit and and work around some. Okay. But um, yeah, I just, you know, I take a couple weeks off and then I figure something out. Now, some of your jujitsu kids have they come to wrestling thinking they're gonna improve their jujitsu and then say, "Ooh, I actually like wrestling better." Um, I think they go hand in hand. Okay. I don't yeah. think you. I think you like them both very similar. Okay. And you, and you can do them, and you obviously yeah. could, can do them both. It just seems so counterintuitive because one, you're supposed yeah. to be doing something one way, and the other, you're definitely not supposed to be doing it that way. Yeah, so. but I mean, you still you have that competitive edge and that you want to get a hold of somebody and put them down. Yeah. 
Well, Trey, we appreciate your energy. Uh, uh, we, we love your passion for the sport. Thank you. Uh, thanks for coming in and talking about it, and uh, we wish you well um, yep. heading into States this week. Thank you. I appreciate you doing this podcast and, and promoting girls wrestling even farther. Yeah, well, uh, a pleasure to do it. And uh, thanks to all of you uh, for checking us out this week here on The Final Score. Thanks, as always, to my colleagues, Alexander Dacey and John Cannon, as well as my producer, uh, Graham Cullen, uh, who diligently – uh, throws this all together uh, uh, each and every week. So we appreciate it, and we'll be back next week talking uh, probably about some state wrestling uh, based on the results that happened this weekend. So stay tuned here on The Final Score. Appreciate you having it in. Appreciate you appreciate you coming in uh, to, to check us out, and uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. So until then, have a great week, everyone.